Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. Ah, uh, the Hollywood Hills. You can almost, you can almost see them. Yeah, on a, on, if the weather's okay. Yeah. If there's not too much smog. Yeah. But, but, raining from the Hollywood Hills, Michael. Uh huh. Is our own Sean Michael Lyle, a man who went to broadcast school in Hollywood, California, on Hollywood Boulevard, on Hollywood Boulevard, who worked in Hollywood, who has rubbed shoulders with the likes of Olivia Newton-John, Arnold. Schwarzenegger, and uh, so many others. So many others. More, we, more than I can remember sometimes. Well, and you remembered one tonight. I remembered one. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, Meathead. Rob uh, Reiner. From the All in the Family show. Yeah, yeah. Carl Reiner's kid. Yes. Yeah, actually, and this one was as a newsman, and it was very in, an interesting thing. I interviewed him. You did. Uh, yeah. And I interviewed him. It was, it was about a... And this will be kind of surprising, I think, to some people. In California... Um, there is something called First Five California, which is a program to help children during the first five years of their life. Something that we call parents as teachers here in Missouri. Called what? Parents as teachers. Uh, is that a similar uh, like, program? It helps the uh, helps the parents with their kids when they're well, yeah, and it's health programs, yeah, nutrition, yeah, all of those. Yep. Yeah, 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 it's kind of the same. So it's thing. the first five. In it's California. called first five California because they found uh, that uh, by from the time the children were born, especially in the poorer families, from the time they were born to the time they got to that first contact of school, right, right. that there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yeah. Right. And so it was, and the big advocate for this program, for this starting this program was Rob, Rob Reiner. Reiner. Huh. In fact, he was such an advocate for getting first five California started. He was the first commissioner of the first five California. He was program. the first five first commissioner. Yeah. He was the actual commissioner. That's wow. the guy. Went I mean, in the public service. He went in. Yes. And that's, and when I say commissioner, I don't mean he was some figurehead. He was. No, no. He ran the thing. Yeah. He was, he was in charge of huh. it. Uh, and I interviewed him and, and we talked, uh, you know, about the, the great concept and everything and about the, the passion. Yeah. But we also talked a little bit about the execution and, and the criticism of it. It wasn't long after that I, t- I talked to him and it wasn't because of my news story well, about you, but too, it wasn't too long humble. afterwards that he uh he resigned because oh. they were spending more on parties than they were on kids oh which 
That, wow, that that's didn't problematic. Happen. That, that sounds like that sounds problem. like Michael Kelly. Right yeah, but there. it was hey, really it was really go. interesting I have no kids. because well, neither do <laughs> I. Think. I spend no dollars on kids. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank yeah. God. But <laughs> I, no, I, I you know I just got done uh, covering like the Rockwood School board. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and whenever I watch those things, I think, thank God. Yeah, yeah. You, no kids. You, you kids didn't. are. I just see little dollar signs. Yeah. Well, I don't care about the dollars. <laughs> that doesn't matter to me. It's just like, oh, let that be their problem. But I, you know, he was a good. But anyway, what I wanted to say was that. In that interview, there he was. Yeah, I was sitting there, and it was so hard to have. He was so serious, and he was a good. Uh, he seemed like a good public policy guy. Yeah, and and not say, well, let me ask you, meathead, what about? <laughs> and it was so hard not to say that. So wow, and then uh, he was he was a good interview, I guess. Yeah, he was a good interview, and he sounded like he knew what he was talking yeah. about. But it was such the program was in such disarray. That he had to resign. Well, and he's gone on to quite a career. I mean, we think about him in the All in the Family days in the in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I well, guess. this was around. He, he became a director, yeah. correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, director. Yeah, and, well, he's done everything. He's done it all. Yeah. Stand by me. Yeah. Harry yeah. met Sally. Yeah. yeah. The final tap. The Princess Bride. Yeah. All in the family. Yeah. A few good men. Yeah. I didn't know that. Rob Misery. Ryan. But yeah. I I, I kind of thought at that time, this was 2008, that he was really looking to launch himself into a political career with that. You thought he was going to go down that path. Well, yeah. so many have. I mean, well, you, your own buddy, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The governator. Yeah. 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 So, But I think that this whole first five thing kind of sank that. So, hmm. He's so, done. He's done. I do, I do occasionally run across him on Twitter. I don't know if you do. Rob Reiner, yeah. Him. He's pretty liberal. He's very liberal. He's very liberal. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, at that time, and there again, you know, I've said this about California, uh, and that is as liberal as it is, and it's maybe it's changing a little bit now, but it, it was always liberal in a functional sort of way. First Five California is still around. Right. And it, does, and it, it was a great idea, and once they got past... You know, figured out the how parties. to spend yeah, the party. Right. Yeah. Once they got past the parties, uh, then it actually started to function. So. I read an article. Uh, it was in Bloomberg that uh, Newsom, the governor of California, yeah. is now running ads in Texas and saying that one of the misnomers is that that's more expensive tech taxes wise right. in California. Yeah. And in reality, it's it's more expensive in Texas. Well, they, they and and Newsom, I've I've only met him, uh, talked to him for just for a short while when of he course. was gov- when he yeah. was uh, mayor of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he, you know, he's actually. Uh, for what the crazy things people say about him, he's actually a pretty good public administrator. Uh-huh. And and doing things like that, uh, for example, when you say California, most people think of San Francisco. Right. Well, if you compare Austin, Texas to Fresno, um, you, you can live almost for free in Fresno compared to Austin, Texas. Right. Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. And, and if you're talking about... Um, you know, the parts of California that you don't think of as being, well, gee, I want to go live there. But if you're talking about Central Valley, for example, yeah. and that's where all the growth is, that's where all the, you know, the economic. Yeah. I mean, San Luis good. Obispo? Uh, San Luis Obispo, you couldn't afford to park your car there. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, anything that, if you can if you can get to the ocean, forget about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Except, except towards the north. but Maybe an unpopular opinion. With the exception of Hill Country in Texas, I don't much care for the state. And I've been everywhere down there. Have Dallas, you? Houston, yeah, San yeah. Antonio. Uh, yep. Well, there's nothing uh, there. Yeah, it's just, and, and there's no organization and no planning. And, and people who, you know, are just in love with the fact that 
they're Texas. Well, I, yeah, and I appreciate that. But I Texas, guess. the problem it's with Texas, weird. one of the problems with Texas is unlike California, which has where the counties are huge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there there's counties bigger than some states. Oh, sure, in yeah. California, uh, but in Texas, you know, the counties are you know you spit and you're into the spitting into the next county, right? And each county has its own judge and county council, and it's just. There's too much government and not enough good government people. Right. So yeah, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And it's so, flat as a pancake. So have you ever lived in Except Orange County? County? Orange County? No. <laughs> Do I look like I lived in well, Orange I County? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, you met look all how the I celebrities. Dress. Come on. I mean, I wear get my shoes at Kmart. So Orange County. What's what's or the most expensive place to live in Orange County? Is it is it not Anaheim? Is it uh, Huntington Beach? Is it... Yeah, well, any, anywhere on the coast. Uh, Santa yeah. Ana, I, uh, the um, mayor of Santa Ana, his, his sister used to work for me. Of, of course. And his news yeah. director. Yeah. But, uh, and, and he went on to be state representative. Right. Santa Ana is is uh, um, pretty expensive. Uh, but yeah, Orange County, anything by the coast. Huh. So well, there it is. But but anything in Orange County is expensive. I mean, really? remember, you've got Disneyland and all of that. It's all there. You know, it used to yeah. be called the the Orange Curtain that because, uh, you know, California and L.A. is so liberal. Right. All those congressional yeah. seats in Orange County used to be red. Yeah, they did. Uh, and, and they're all Democrat. Now. Yeah, Not so all much Demi- anymore. Well, there was an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. There was the El Toro uh, Air Base in Orange County. And then they, the government said they didn't want that anymore. And I, the, um, the ag director, uh, the state ag director, um, I I wish I could remember Kawamura. I think. Oh, was. there he was, Kawamura. The guy, guy with a long, long ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Really cool he makes guy. a good bicycle. Yeah, if really your cool if guy. your name starts with Cal, but you'd probably be a pretty good ag director. I think it was Kawamura. But but anyway, he he got that turned into a giant urban farming. Really? Right in the middle of Orange County. Is Huntington Beach in Cal- uh, Orange County? Yeah, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. Boeing's got a huge presence there. Yeah, yeah, and the military as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there again, like El Toro, which was the we, air base. We thing. vacationed there one year. Is that right? Gorgeous. It's wonderful. You, either oh. of you ever been to Cape Canaveral? Never. No, I have not. You I'm know, that's people. on my list of things to go see. I'd well, love to go. go see one of these. I think there's one going tomorrow or Saturday, right? Um, yeah, I think it's Saturday, the uh, the Artemis. Artemis, yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. back to the moon. Well, you know, it's really kind of funny that uh, that they had this spaceship and, uh, all. you know, you've got these commercial people who get them to take off with no problem at all. Yeah. Then you get NASA building one. Yeah. Can't, get, can't get it. Well, off the but the government can't uh, can't mess it up. Well, it's also yeah. That's the other thing. It's <laughs> it's not as simple. Well, you know, yeah. fellows, we could do this all night, but, but we can't. We can't. Why not? I, gotta, I well, gotta get back to work. He's got to get to the news over here, and he's oh. go meet another celebrity while he's at it. <laughs> Sean Michael Nelly's Lyle, out in the newsroom. Our Hollywood <laughs> insider joins us every time we're here at night. Uh, thanks so much, Sean. We'll see you around the corner. What's trending with Braxton Payne is next right here. On KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Every Monday evening at about this time, we go to the Celebrity Guest Line where we are joined by the King of Pain, none other than... Our own Braxton Payne. Good evening, Braxton. How are you? I'm well. How are you, gentlemen? Fine. When you learned your uh, vowels in school, A, E, I, O, U, and sometimes Y, and W, right? Yeah, W's not a vowel. I never heard W, ever. But how how come it's in the dictionary when I pull it up online? Hold on. I went went online. Yeah. You're telling me, Michael, because I know what kind of a student you were. Right. The one thing you remember from your education is that uh, W is a vowel. Let me just I mean, tell you, uh, I passed with more be- better uh, grades than our 45th president of the United States. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, well, Braxton. You actually graduated. He did. I, none of us can believe it. Uh, what is trending, Braxton? Before before we get to that, you looked you looked up that W is a valve. What did you use, like Bing search engine? Or no, like I just Yahoo? went I, just here on my Safari. I typed in A space E space I space O space U Y and space okay. W, and it pulls up right there in the dictionary dot com, and they explain to you that W is considered to be a vowel in some instances. Socialism. Uh, no wonder why no one trusts the internet anymore. Exactly. Yeah. What's, tre- yeah, what's well, trending on the internet? <laughs> well, we really only have, uh, you know, I figured we got two timely options. Right. We got, um, you know, Labor Day. Labor Day. Um, oh. And then we also have a, uh, you know, college football. Oh, yeah. College football. Well, and, and they kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah, I mean, so we can talk about both of them. I'll start with college football because that's what that. I'm most excited yeah. about. Go, go, go mean, right ahead. I mean, the worst, uh, you know, the worst team in the SEC is playing tonight. They're playing some C-League team. That would be the University of Mizzou. Uh-oh. Um, is, and, and they're winning, uh, you know, they're winning a halftime. But Watch it, pal. Uh, I think, I mean, I think what we should do, though, I don't mind these Thursday night games. You know, the NFL starts to do it. College football starting to do it. You know, obviously, right. all the games on Saturday. I kind of like the the Thursday night, Saturday, maybe we even throw like a Monday night game in there, you know, for for the second tier teams like Mizzou. Um, it would be nice to have something other than watching the NFL all the time. This guy. I don't mind watching the NFL. I, you know, I love college football, but I like college football on Saturdays. Yeah, I do too. But, you know, Thursday's the new uh, Friday night. Thursday night hey, is. Do you know what the premier game uh, on Saturday is? Uh, I don't. It's Saturday evening. It's the Lord's team. Notre Dame yeah. is taking on Ohio State. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ohio yeah. State wins that game. I think you're right. It's in Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Notre Dame, you know, they're committed to education and Christian values. Uh-huh. They've avoided buying the teams 
uh, and the players like, I don't know, the University of Georgia. Have you seen the scam that's run down at the oh, University of Georgia? It's horrible. Yeah. Go ahead, well, Rex. you have to do what, what you can to compete within the rules of, of the, the league now with the, with the NIL. You know, you have to do what you have to do. You know who's a um, proud Georgia know, alumni? And, and also, Walker. let's, let's not, Yes. <laughs> oh, God. You mean uh, Senator, so Senator Walker. <laughs> yeah, hope not. Let's not forget, you know, it's the defending national champion, University of Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and they actually have a big game on Saturday as well. I mean, they're playing uh, Oregon, Oregon, which is, you know, a top 25 team. Oregon's, yeah. a good, uh, Oregon's a good team. Hey, Notre Dame's playing the number two team in the country. All right, good for them. I, I, no, yeah. I'm not denying that. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, we have the nice 2:30 game, which is the prime time slot, you know, because more people care about uh, it's that. It's about time you all sober up down there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, oh no! Now you would think, think that Braxton, this nice young man, yeah. Braxton, where'd you grow up? In St. Charles. Uh, yes, grows up in St. Charles. Spent his whole life as a St. Charles, and right here, he is a fan of the Colorado Avalanche. Unbelievable. The Georgia uh, defending, Bulldogs, defending, defending world champions, defending national champions, and and who's your uh, who's your uh, NFL team? Uh, I don't have one. Yeah, Kansas City. No, nobody really cares about yeah, the NFL yeah, that much. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I like to bet on the NFL in states that are legal, obviously. Yeah, well, we don't do that here in Missouri. Yeah, not much is legal. Backwards. Not much is yeah. legal. Pull out your uh, Bible and start reading. Hey, what is our second? Uh, what is our second trending uh, issue? Labor Day. So Labor Day, obviously, is this Monday, you know, and a new poll came out recently that 71% of Americans uh, have a favorable opinion of labor unions. Which I is the saw that. It's been yeah. Since 1965. Yeah. Um, just to put that in perspective, uh, in 2010, uh, it was 48% of Americans uh, had a favorable opinion. Uh, so they were underwater just, you know, 12 years ago, and it's grown by that much. In, in those 12 years. So I think that's a, you know, a really good sign. To, for what, organized do you, labor. to what do you ascribe that ascendancy? Yeah, so I think there's a couple things. I think number one is, you know, wages have remained stagnant uh, with, with inflation. So people are not making as much and, and doing, you know, the same amount of work or even more work and having to take one or two jobs. And labor unions, you know, when you're in a member of a labor union, most of the time you have one job, you have great benefits, you have health care, and you're able to retire with benefits. So um, obviously people want that in this type of environment. I think also um, number two, um, younger people are much more in favor of labor unions. It's over 80% for people under the age of 30. Um, and they view it as a group of people that they can join uh, no matter the sector. You know, when I was growing up, it was the construction trades, grocery store workers, and public sector workers. Now we're talking, you know, Amazon workers. We're talking Starbucks workers. Well, we're let's talking... talk about that for a second because I, I agree with you on, on everything you just said, but I do find it interesting that young people are supporting unions at the highest level, yet many of the companies that are being targeted by unions are still getting support from these young, young folks. And, and Starbucks, I think, is a prime example. I mean, Starbucks is waging an all-out war against uh, the unions trying to organize inside their stores but you don't see people honoring the Starbucks picket lines the way that you do maybe in an auto plant. Yeah, I think I think it's a matter of convenience. We live in an era where, you know, you don't technically have to cross the picket line to support Amazon, right? You know, you can order online and you don't have to cross that picket line. There's no physical Amazon store. 
So I think you're seeing a lot of, of you know, of matter of convenience over, over what they may support or the morals. But I think what you're seeing is, is a change in that type of mentality. Um, I think a lot of uh, the younger generation, when I say younger, I mean eight, under the age of 50, um, you know, are seeing that they're, they're doing things with their pocketbook more often. Um, so they're able to, you know, they're ethical shopping, they're doing those things. But with that being said, as unions become more favorable, it means that more people know what they're doing right. and know who they are. So, so in, in, under, in order to not cross that picket line, quote unquote, you have to understand what a union is doing. And I think that we're actually informing people throughout this country what labor unions and union workers have done for not only union workers, but workers all workers. That are not yeah, unionized. there's no doubt about it. You know, the other thing that's interesting, John, and this has happened in the time that you and I've been working. Yeah. Um, you know, labor unions used to be the boogeyman for the Republican Party. They called them union bosses and stuff. Right. And you now see Republican and Democrat candidates alike trying to court the trade unions for their support. Well, and, and a lot of those trade union members, uh, because of their good wages that right. they earn, they're voting Republican right. in, in increasing numbers. And so it's natural that Republican candidates and office holders would seek out that support. Yeah, it's just, but we, we you and I often talk about the realignment that's happening out yeah. there. I mean, we're seeing a real push towards Republicans uh, courting, Republic, uh, courting union members. Braxton, you do it for a living. You see it every day. Yeah, and I think one of the things we're seeing, too, is not only the younger generation, but the older generation. You know, people that are retired, um, they've, they've grown by 6% since this last poll in just one year in favorability towards unions. And that's because a lot of these people are retired, and they're retired on union wages. And they talk to their friends and their family, and they say, well, the only reason we're able to do this or we're able to go down to Florida or whatever it may be is because, you know, I have a nice union pension. Um, so they're seeing the benefits of, of that as what, well. What are you doing with your Labor Day holiday? I am going to the great state of Colorado for a wedding. Yes, uh-huh. we have we have a wedding on Sunday and a wedding this weekend. So wow, that weekend that's a lot of well. weddings. Yeah. He's in that age where everybody's having weddings or having wave. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the second wave. So we had ten weddings the year before COVID. Then COVID happened. Obviously, no one had weddings. Then we had a couple, you know, and then we have back to six this year and then none next year. So we're in that, like, wave. Next year will be all all the babies. Yeah, and then what, about four more years? It's the divorces, right? I like to say our generation will give it eight years and then a divorce. So give, give me another six six years and then we got the divorce party. Well, I gave it eight on, months. I'm going on 32 myself. So uh, <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I made it eight months. I didn't even make it a full school year. <laughs> True story. You didn't even give it enough time for a baby to I know, be born. I, we couldn't even have a child. Okay, that's my mom's listening. Yeah. That's Braxton Payne. I'm Michael Kelly. Thanks, John Brax. Hancock. Thanks so much, Braxton. We'll talk to you again on Monday of Bye next up. week. Uh, coming up next, one of the goats is getting ready to walk away from it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Hancock and Kelly, we're going to take you all the way up to 10 o'clock. You'll have best of Glover after that, and then uh, we'll go home, sleep for about five hours, and come back in here to wake you up tomorrow morning. Back will be uh, 8.20 tomorrow. 8.20 something? Something. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, we, uh, what was I going to ask you? I don't know. Oh. Yes. I, it's well documented here that I'm not the biggest fan of all different sports. I, I, I have specific... Uh, gender-related sports that I like more than the others. Okay. 
For instance, yes, I like men's basketball. I'm not a fan of women's basketball. At all. No. I like women's soccer and men's soccer equally. Huh. Um, I like women's volleyball. Right. I don't like men's volleyball. Fascinating. I don't like men's tennis. Yeah. But I do. I love women's tennis. Well, I think women's go. tennis is the best. Huh. And this week, uh, Serena Williams there is she uh, retiring at yeah. the U.S. Open. Maybe. She hasn't said definitively. Oh, she's she's retiring. She hasn't said definitively. Yeah, she says this is she's it. She's been vague. Has she? She has been vague. Well, she clearly is the GOAT. Uh, b- between men and women's tennis, she is the supreme uh, tennis player of all time. So, Well, certainly has been during her career. Now, I mean, you could make a case for... Uh, Go ahead. Well, you got Chris Everett. Chris Everett. You no. got uh, you got Martina Navratilova. No. You can maybe, make a case. You can maybe. Make a case. You got Steffi Graf. Maybe Yvonne not Goulagong. really. Yvonne Goulagong. That, but there is probably there's only one that's in the same era. You know uh, what is that? Rarefied air. There you go. Billie Jean King. No. Yes. No, she wasn't. That John, good. the entire United States Open tennis complex is named after Billie Jean well, King. Well, good for her. But she was not one of the greatest female tennis players of all time. She just wasn't. 314-436-7900. But I will grant you that Serena Williams very well may be the greatest female tennis player of all time. Well, I think she may be the greatest tennis player of all time. And Period. she's uh, getting ready to go. Did you get a chance to watch her Didn't see match it. earlier in the Didn't week? Didn't see it. So they did something really cool. Um, I, I should have given PJ the audio of it, but uh, they, they did this tribute to her after her first win. Yeah. And Oprah did this voiceover of everything went on, and Serena gave a speech. Uh, it was really awesome. I mean, you had Bill Clinton there, which, by the way, was sitting next to Dr. Ruth. Oh, wow. Seriously, this isn't a Saturday Night Live skit. It was Bill Clinton and Dr. Ruth there sitting there. Uh, you had... Um, so many people. Ruth Tiger Westheimer Woods. Westheimer is still alive. Yes, can you believe that? I can't believe that. Tiger wow. Woods was there. Yeah, I know. It was a big crowd. You had, uh, I told you, Bill Clinton. You had Mike Tyson. Yeah. You had Martina Navratilova. She was there. Uh, you had Hollywood stars there. It was the place to be. PJ's got some yeah. sound from this thing. What's there to say? The years went by in a blink. Is that uh, Billie Jean King? Oh, that's like Oprah. Yesterday. Oh. He's a ghost. You've given us so much. Oh, it is Oprah. All we can do. You like Please Oprah? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know. Thank you for making yeah. the bright lights I like brighter yeah, and the Big Apple bigger. I mean, I, I don't know. that she, Oprah's not one of those people. She's kind of like Bob Costas, like kind of universally liked. Well, I guess Bob's kind of changing his positions these days, which I love. Yeah. Speaking the truth. But, I mean, they're just kind of universally liked people, right? Yeah. Historically non-controversial. Yeah. Yeah. And Oprah certainly falls into that category. Right. Oprah. Uh, Although she was, uh, she got out in the middle of it for Barack Obama, didn't she? She did, and uh, there was a lot of talk that she might run for president at one point. So, who invented talk uh, television? Was it Safi jo- Sally Jesse Raphael, or was it uh, oh, Phil Donahue? No. Well, before that, I mean, you Phil had Donahue? Mike. Doug- well, you had all of the talk shows. You go back to Mike yeah. Douglas, and you had Dick Cavett at night, and certainly. Jack Parr and the Tonight Show was a talk show. Yeah, but I mean, what the what we know daytime talk to be? Oh. That, that'd be Donahue, right? Probably Phil Donahue, yeah. You used to watch that when you were back in college? No. Yeah, he, he used to have some really quality program. Yeah, and then, then it kind of got into, 
you know, Nazis and yeah, you know, yeah. And then you of... had the guy that threw the chairs. You know what was his name? Geraldo? No, the guy he was he was the mayor of oh, like, uh, yeah. Cincinnati. Oh, or... was Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I almost said Jerry Seinfeld. Right? Can you imagine? Yeah, but that, that talk television. Yeah, and it's uh, do they even have? I guess the View is kind of that now. Well, I, I think um, the, the the girl from uh, Drew Barrymore has a talk show. Oh. Ellen, I think, just wanted to down her talk yeah, show. Right. Um, there's uh, Wendy Williams uh, has a talk show. Okay. I even think that the uh, dude who does the Family Feud has a talk show. Um, uh, he, he also hosted the Miss America pageant oh, and yeah, announced yeah, yeah, the wrong yeah. for yeah. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah. Yeah, he's got a talk show. Is that right? Yeah. Fascinating. Do you remember Sally Jesse Raphael? I do. She I was from she, St. Louis. I think she taped that sometimes here. It probably she? did. She's from here. Really? She was from here. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's before PJ's time. Yeah, I got into talk shows when I was at college. That Did you? and yeah, what is it about uh, daytime television that gets college kids wrapped up? Because well, I had days of our lives, and yeah, I had you know because you don't go to class. No, yeah, so you blow off class, and what are you going to do? You yeah. Watch television. Now, do you you know what the difference between college and lot now is? Hmm. Now I wake up when I used to come home. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can. I, I'll tell you what. I can go to bed right now if you want to know the truth. I'm, I've had a long day today. Yeah. What time did you wake up? This morning I got up, so it would have been six, and I had my first call at seven thirty, and uh-huh. just run, run, run. Ever so was since. this more than one and a half cups of coffee? I did have. I had two cups of coffee today. Yeah. Yeah. I did. You're living dangerously. Huh? I did. Yeah. Did you then immediately clean out the coffee pot and get it ready for tomorrow? No, I've got to make the coffee when I get home. I've been thinking about that. Uh, John yeah. has a, a a weird obsession with the idea that you have to have the coffee made the night before. Well, yeah. Even if you have to get up and push the button yeah. to start the coffee. So, yeah. for instance, he and I go to Florida one time. We're down there hanging out in this condominium, and uh, there's John keeps saying to me, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We ought to make the coffee for tomorrow. And I'm like, what? You want coffee? Sure, I'll make you some. He's like, no, no, no. We got to put the green, the grounds and, and yeah, the you, thing you and have get it all it ready, ready. So that when you get up, all you got to do is hit that button and off you go. But every day that I spent with you, yeah. I was the one who was in there hitting the button, drinking the coffee for about an hour before you rolled out. Well, that's good for you. But And weren't you glad the coffee was ready? I would have been fine with making you, it in no, the morning. No, you, you want to make the coffee the night before. That's I think what, that's weird. It. It's not weird. You keep your coffee in the freezer? No, I do. I've got a I got a vacuum packed uh, receptacle. Have you ever seen I, people who keep their coffee in I the have, freezer? Yes, of yeah. Course. Well, uh, I, they tell me it keeps it fresher. My coffee is very fresh. Yeah. What do you mean you have a vacuum pack? Do you a, have a vacuum? Whoosh, I mean, no. You you get the thing and the little thing loops loops over and you whoosh, you pull the thing and down. It just and sucks all the air out. And it, yeah. And then where do you throw it? Just in the regular pantry? Yeah. It's next to the in sugar the and uh, it's right up there with the uh, coffee filters. Right next to the coffee filters. Yeah. yeah. Which is the way you should do it. Well, you are a man of routine. I am. And then what? What when you have a morning like you had today, I know you like to do the Sudoku and... Uh, Only do the Sudoku on Saturdays. Why? Because the rest of the week is too easy. What do you mean so, it's too easy? So I, they, they get, it's like the New York Times crossword. They get progressively harder as the week goes uh-huh. on. So the Friday and Saturday uh, Sudokus are... Are hard. They're challenging. Yeah. So I save the Friday one on Friday, which I will tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. And then Saturday morning, I go out and I get the paper and I got the Saturday Sudoku there, and uh, and I'll sit and have my coffee on Saturday morning and I'll do I'll do the two Sudokus. That's weird habit. Why? 
I don't know. I just why wouldn't you play it every day, even if it's easy, just to fill in the boxes? Because I don't want to fill in the boxes. I want to be. You challenged. still playing Wordle? Oh yeah, every day. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. You've got quite a routine of things that you have to do in the morning. You have to drink coffee. You <laughs> have do. to play Sudoku. Yeah. You have to get on the phone. Yeah. You have to play Wordle. Yeah. Oh, so when does the nonsense stop and the the day begin? Usually about seven thirty. About seven thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Good for you. But I, you know, I like my routine. I have a good life. Yeah, you do have a good life. I and do. you have a good wife. I have a good wife. You have a lovely family. Yes, I do. And I noticed that uh, your granddaughter is not in St. Louis today. Nope. She's down on the uh, on the beach in Florida. What she, is she, four months old? Four months. And just, she's just already old. on the beach. She's on the beach. And uh, they're down there. My daughter's uh, buddies from high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the fathers has a place down there. And... Uh, so they're a bunch of them, bunch of their pals from high school, have and all gathered. Kids? I think Mary Catherine is the only one that has kids right now. I think really. So yeah, uh, Batula's down there. She's, How's that work out when they're playing beer pong? Uh, well, what does Lola, Lola yeah, do? We'll just have to ask about that. I don't Tula. know. Yeah, Tula, Tula. What's her full name? Little Tula Christie Collins. Take us out with the song that you sing her. Uh, I'm not going to do that. But, uh, <laughs> I tried, PJ. But hey, we do have a little song coming back. Yeah. Tammy Trumpet. Tammy Trumpet is going to bring us back. And that's next on KMOX. Hello there. Welcome back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. If you uh, wait just a little while, give yourself a little bit of sleep. Wake up tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Flip on the news station here. Get your lotus latest of weather, traffic together, and then Hancock and Kelly back together. you got to have the news tomorrow. There's lots of news going on out there. Well, you know, I love, I love baseball. Yeah. And I love every player now has their own walk-up song. And every reliever, or many of them, when they come in out of the bullpen, have their own little walk-in song. Right. And the New York Mets reliever, a fellow named Edwin Diaz, a good reliever, very good. Uh, he's a closer. I uh, is he leading in saves right now? He's not leading, but he's he's uh, up there. He's a very good closer. Right. And uh, so he has a song. It's called uh, Nork- Narco. Narco? Okay. Yep. Narco, and uh, and it's performed by this performer whose name is what's his name? Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet. And and so the other night, and so every time Edwin Diaz comes into the game, they play Narco by Timmy Trumpet over the loudspeakers. We'll play it. Let's hear what it is. Well, now hold on. Oh, okay. So the other night, Edwin Diaz is introduced into the game, and out of the stands comes Timmy Trumpet, and this is what happened. Great song. It's a wonderful tune, a habanera rhythm there. And uh, Timmy Trumpet walks out of the stands and and blows the trumpet as Edwin Diaz comes into the game. How cool is that? Well, it has to be one of an adrenaline rush for this kid going yeah, to the mound, right? right? But it also would probably build up an expectation that could be hard to deal with. Nah. I mean, because you're, you're getting introduced like you're a WWE wrestler. You know, you're walking in, they're playing music, yeah. and lights are going off. And well, here you are. You're coming in to close the game. Right. That's a lot of pressure, brother. Well, but there's pressure whether you have the music or not. I think it's a, it's a cool. Hmm. I love walk-up song. You know. So of course they have them in snooker. Yeah, but uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. But 
Well, what, what, who our closer is, um, of course. Uh, well, Ryan Helsley. Yeah, yeah. and he, he can whip it, man. So w- yep. would you? what would you think if they were playing uh, Born in the USA or something when and Ryan Bruce, Helsley Bruce comes walking out yeah. and it's this big production? Don't you think that, that just makes some uncomfortableness for the pitcher yeah, no. and the expectation? No, Because no. the entire city field is all standing up and they're heaving. Well, we got Timmy the Trumpet out there. Who's Timmy the Trumpet? And that's the guy that plays the narco. Do you, do you, did you know who he was before this week? It, Timmy the Trumpet. Yeah. I mean, uh, no. You, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. enough said. <laughs> is narco, like, is that the theme song of the show on, like, Netflix or something? No. no. has nothing to do with no. it. It just doesn't matter. It's Edwin Diaz's song. He likes Narco by Timmy the Trumpet. Okay. Whatever his name is. What's his name? Timmy the Trumpet? Just Timmy Trumpet. He's not Timmy the Trumpet. No. He's just, just Timmy just Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet. There's no the in Timmy the Trumpet. No. Okay. Well, there you go. So he's Timmy not, the Trumpet not, is out there. He's not Bob Dole. And he's blowing his horn, and uh, here comes Edwin Diaz out of the bullpen throwing the throwing the ball. Yeah. What would your walk-up song be? <sighs> I know what uh, mine would be. Sometimes I dream that he is me, like Mike. If I could be like Mike. Yeah, okay. Uh, be like right, Mike, okay. like Mike. That's fine. If I could be like okay, Mike. That's, that's good. That's, that's the Michael Jordan song. Can you pull that up for us? Maybe we, uh, we don't want to hear that. that. Uh, nobody wants to. Yeah, well, wants you're going to give us drops of Jupiter like you're yes. a 13-year-old girl. Yeah, can you uh, pull yeah, up drops of Jupiter? We're, we're going to listen to a little like All Mike right. here. All right, here comes. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. Mine's a man's song. You're yeah. listening to something that, you know, I'm surprised you didn't pick a Taylor quit. Uh, it's Ronnie song. O'Sullivan's walk-up song, Drops yeah. of Jupiter. I understand. Tell me, did it just cross your mind? Was yeah. my heart on you the line? Great tune. But there you go. This is me. What do you think would be a good song uh, to be It's pretty introduced? narcissistic, if you want to know the truth. Oh, uh, well, I don't like to talk. <laughs> I don't like to talk. Okay, so... Well, let's hear a little drop, drops. Of well, you got to go to two minutes and eleven seconds into the. Uh, <laughs> it's eleven. Seconds. Uh, well, that's when Ronnie comes into the uh, into the snooker trade. Ronnie's not playing this season right now. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a tennis, tennis elbow. elbow, but he plays snooker. So, I wonder how he got tennis elbow. Well, it, it happens. I mean, you got you know the thing and the elbow there. Yeah. So, uh, well, the most of my pain from snooker comes like in the upper parts upper of back, my, my lower back for me. Really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah can I, we play enough? We we sometimes have done four hours in a row on that. Yeah. Oh, here play. we are. Seven-time world champion, 40 ranking titles, blink and you'll miss him, the rocket, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Doesn't that sound like a song they play at your prom? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, everybody, get together. It's time to crown the queen of the prom. Don't don't be dissing Ronnie O'Sullivan. I'm not dissing Ronnie O'Sullivan, but drops of Jupiter? I mean, that's not the most... PJ, let's, let's listen get to Ronnie Tommy Tim, on the, on the t- show. Timmy Horn's song. Timmy the it's Trumpet. It's got the bum, 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 and yours is, oh, I want to fall in love. Tell me. No, it's not fall in love. It, it, you don't even know face. what the song's yeah, about, Yeah, because it sounds like a, you might as well be, you know, just a love song. He was, he was with this girl, and she wanted to go find herself, and she broke up with him. Hello, it, exactly. It's a relationship song. Yeah, well, that is not a let me pump you up and go take on the world. Well, he's won the world championship seven times. I understand, I but you. the fact that you have adopted that this song, this song is your song, and then have the audacity to accuse me of being narcissistic with like Mike. Well, if I if I 
So if I said, like, Johnny Be Good would be my song, okay. that would be narcissistic. No, it wouldn't it be. about me. No, I think it'd be great. <laughs> be, your song, Mike, is about you. Well, that's because I, I don't think that, but it probably would be a beautiful day is what I'd walk up to. It's a beautiful oh, day. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, uh, what you call them? Uh, that'd be you too. That's you too. That's the most important mm-hmm. band on the planet. But you also happen to be Irish. Did I mention that the Lord's team is playing uh, on Saturday? Uh, so why are you a Notre Dame fan? You didn't go. I'm there. Irish. Yeah. I'm Irish and I'm Catholic. I grew up. I mean, I got to have something to cling on to in life. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? Why are you? A, what are you a fan? Have of? you seen the movie Rudy? Uh, I have. Yeah. Who was the coach oh. of Notre Dame? For the movie, oh, Rudy. Uh, the the guy from here in Missouri, yes. uh, uh, Dan Devine. Yes, hello, hello. Very well done. Hello. Did you know that PJ? He did not. Nope. Have you seen Rudy, PJ? No. Oh, Rudy's wow. a great movie. Yeah, Rudy's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. But don't take any advice from Hancock. He's not even seen the movie The Godfather. Whoa, maybe the most important film ever made. It's not the most important film. It ever is, made, and either. you're in a business that uses nonstop references to The Godfather. Like what? We're going to take it to the mattresses. Never heard Never of it. tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking. Never heard of it. Oh, come on. Never heard of it. You know, what are you talking about? I've never used those expressions. The other day when I, you and I were planning something, you said, and then we're going to kill the five families. I never said that. Oh, that, that's a line from the Godfather. Oh, I, see? I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> well, folks, let's recount. <laughs> Recap. We got here. A-E-I-O-U. We talked a lot. And you listen. Some Sometimes Y and W. Uh, and W is not a vowel. It is. Michael true. Kelly, John Hancock. The best of Glover is next here on See you Cable in the morning. Off your feet. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.